When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guess what? We got new cities added to my stand-up tour. We got a brand new hour of stand-up material. I mean, this is brand spanking new, motherfucker. Okay? All you got to do to get the Tiki Wikis is go to chrisdcomedy.com, my website that Venity is going to change. But that's all you got to do. And I, I want to announce the new dates right here for you. But first, I want to tell you that um, Charlotte, Asheville, and Charleston this weekend are all sold out. Sorry. December 31st, Huntington, New York, New Year's Eve. First show sold out. Second show has got like 10 tickets left. So if you want to make New Year's Eve plans and you're in Long Island, there, do it. Uh, New Orleans, January 12th. Dallas, Texas, January 13th, sold out. Uh, January 14th, Houston, also almost sold out. Um, January 26th to the 28th, these are the newbies. These are the new ones. January 26th to the 28th, Phoenix, Arizona. February 22nd, 2023, Vancouver, British Columbia. March 28th to the 29th, West Palm Beach, Florida. And then March 31st, the Fontainebleau in Miami Beach, Code Chrissy. Um, tickets are on sale, or you might not need the code by now, but that's a big one, Miami Beach. And then April 12th, Austin, Texas, May 5th, Buffalo, New York, a little reschedge um, from uh, this past winter. So thank you so much, chrisdcomedy.com. Also, the merch. Get a new sweatshirt. Get a Chrissy Chaos sweatshirt. If you come into the New Year's Eve show, we got brand new fucking merch. We got brand new merch. It's beautiful. It's up there. We're not going to sell it any other place but the New Year's Eve show. So get it. And uh, if you don't like it, then you can uh, wipe up uh, your jizz off your feet with it. ChristyComedy.com for Tiki Wikis, Florida, Vancouver, Austin, Texas, a.k.a. Austin, Texas. Uh, all those other cities that I told you about. I'm high. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Super Maximum Chrissy Chaos Podcast. <laughs> you guys will know what that means soon. Um, with me is Mike Cannon. Hello. My head writer. Yeah. <laughs> Gave my him head, head while I wrote. Yes. <laughs> my head writer. Michael, be with us. Now, listen, I apologize for the episode being a couple of days late. You know me. I was filming. I was being Chrissy TV shows. I posted a picture of me in high heels. Um, <laughs> Taken I, by me. I feel like that was a good angle, too. Dude, it you made your legs uh, look slender so and long. That picture, too, that picture, have I've gotten a lot of text from like guys being like, you got a nice ass. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. It just propped yeah. up my ass. Dude, heels immediately make everybody's ass into a shelf. I, what, do you think there's a chance men... Like in our lifetime, like wearing high heels will be fashionable and like yeah. it'll be like a, you know, I mean, like Harry Styles is about to wear it to the Golden Globes. Like right. that, that shit 100 percent. It's all mix and matching, though, because as soon as like men find out how truly uncomfortable they are. Right. They'll be like, oh, this has always sucked. Dude, the heels that I wore for that picture, though, they were comfy, one But I think <laughs> that I probably. Wait a minute, why are you wearing heels on your show? Because they're listen, I can't give any of the bits away. Yeah. Uh, you'll find out Chris when is like every other black comedian where they have to dress him as a woman to disrespect him before they build him up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was funny, dude, because I did a TV show. It's coming out in March. Um, I think the announcement will uh, be made soon. 
Um, I, they, they did. It was great, but there, there was a couple of times where they wanted to put me in outfits, and I was just like, not doing it. Yeah, I actually, dude, I, I have so much respect for you in your just strength in those moments. Because, yeah. like, for me with TV, I'm still at the place where I'm like, dude, if you want me to shove a lit candle in my yeah, asshole I'll while do it. Well, taking it in the mouth from my father, I'll do it on a camera. <laughs> and you're just like, you want me to wear something with glitter? Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> What'd you I'm pass not, on? What'd you I'm pass not on? doing some fucking bit. Some, I don't even know what. The, I, what, like me, you in a diaper kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, like dressed up as a as a dancer. Which, listen, I would have. I put on the headpiece at least. I put on the bow. Yeah, which you'll see. Um, but yeah, some things. I think what and it was interesting yesterday. We filmed three episodes of of the TV show that will be coming out uh, very soon. Yeah. And and Mike Cannon was on multiple episodes, and it was dope. But I did have at the end, and I, I think it for you know it was good. I think I lasted a long time. But at the very end, I did have a mini meltdown. Yeah. Where I just kind of snapped at myself and the audience and everyone talking in my ear, and then I and then I immediately apologized. Yeah. And then it was interesting because. After the show, the top guy who's done a million TV shows was like, dude, your composure, your positive energy, that's what made this great. And I was like, yeah, but what if I snapped at the end. And he said to me, he goes, it's amazing. He goes, I've been doing this a long time. Very rarely does the host only snap once. Yeah. He was like, that was re pretty remarkable that it was the last segment of the last day. And you also like, you basically simulated for a week straight what it's like to have full-blown schizophrenia. Yeah. Because you had an earpiece in while you're delivering jokes, while you're reading prompter, yep. while you're riffing, while you're also bringing in, in in panelists, while you're listening to them, reacting to them, you have somebody in your yeah. ear being like, make sure you check back the camera. Oh, maybe try this bad joke that I just thought of and I'm definitely not in comedy. Maybe yeah. this, you know, and yes. you're just like, yeah. I saw you at one point literally like, like yeah, I just saw your it. ear. And then the TV audience who get you know gets paid to be there just doesn't laugh at half the shit I say. It's like if you knew how impossible my job was, yeah. you fucking because these people think that they can do it. Of course, that's they what do. it is. They yeah. were sitting there, be like, I could do this show. No, yeah. you couldn't. You fucking scum, dude. Well, we, they were on heroin, dude. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're disgusting. James Mattern. James Mattern. I've never seen anything so like that. James Mad Dog Mattern opened up the show. Every show, he warmed up the audience, and he had to do probably about four hours worth of comedy through it when it was all said and done um, cheerleading as well so it's not just comedy he had to go back up he had to establish a rapport immediately which like yes. if you lose them if they don't like you if they decide that you're then stuck with them for fucking four, four hours. hours yeah and so he had to make them like him even if they didn't come back up get in their good graces continue a conversation from before yep. do jokes pump up the show say we got you we love you coffee pizza all this shit i mean that is like a true workout yeah it was he, five hours of crowd work and yeah. then I, I witnessed she was like 22 she at one point responded to his crowd work saying i wish you would shut up and give us lunch is that yes. what she said <laughs> By, by the way, I don't think we can show any of this stuff yet. We can only show it. I mean, oh, it, if you want to see behind-the-scenes footage that me and Pimpy legally took, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash christycomedy. I'm dead serious. Uh, uh, but this you can't. But, well, I mean, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll post a picture soon yeah, yeah. of the it'll set all and be stuff. It'll all be soon. up there. It'll be great. But it was official, man. I, it was cool to see you guys work together. And like yeah. that capacity, that was cool. Yeah, I think um, I think it's it's it, you know it, it, it's one of those things where 
the podcast will always be, you know, I love having the independent stuff and being able to have like direct access to the fans and the, and the podcasting will always be what I do. But, but, but it is nice to have like a different look and to have like, because it what, even though it was difficult, it was really difficult. It is nice to just kind of have like, there's a million people working on the show. So it's like really at the end of the day, it's like, just read what's in the prompter improv a joke or two. Right. And that's your fucking job. Well, and that's the, you know? that's the best part about having something like this, right? Where this podcast is home base. Then all the other opportunities yeah. are like you can get your tentacles into other areas. Yeah. And hopefully, listen, you might not pick up 100% of the people that watch, but a lot of the people are going to be like, oh, I like this. Let's see right. what else he's got. And then that actually grows this community and is a beneficiary of not only this podcast, but then your whole yeah. career. Yeah. So it's important to diversify what the fuck you're doing out yeah. there just so you know you have more more things to get people. It's important, it's important to, to diversify in life. <laughs> you, should, you guys need to have more cultural diversity in your life. As okay. evidenced by the panels. Yes. Yeah, that panel, <laughs> what you'll see on that panel, what you'll notice is every single flavor of human beings is represented. And if you don't, if it's a, just a couple white guys, just know that a lot of people said no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was funny how, like, it did get to the point, though, where there was just, like, one or two of the panels was just like, listen, there's four white men. Deal with it. <laughs> there's just four white guys sitting here, and yeah. it's just, that's what it is. Shut up. We're going to have to just get through the fucking show. Hey, if it's a retro show and you want a really deep dive, that's Seriously? the world we used to live in. Yeah. No <laughs> blacks, no women. <laughs> Dude, imagine, Dude, imagine I said that. Obviously, I'm kidding. Imagine I said that. On the show, imagine I said that on the show as a joke yeah. in 2022, as like, oh, like making it about a 70s, 80s joke, like, huh? They would, pro I bet you, I would have got arrested. Can I, uh, can I do you one better? Because yes. this is how much talking you did in the last week. You did make that joke. I 100% Chris is like, this is the 80s. That's how we roll. Yeah. Pull your dick out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Sexual assault didn't exist yet. <laughs> I remember. And at one point, he screamed DeSantis, and the whole crowd was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ron DeSantis. Yeah. <laughs> well, because what's interesting about paid, and I hope people find this interesting, but about like those crowds, are they are actors. Like, they are. The majority of them are yep. actors, and they're yep. looking for day filler shit to make money yeah. while they can audition and all that stuff. So they're all like, on some level, they have a dream in their head that they will be picked from the crowd, yeah. put on panel, yeah. and allowed to showcase their talents. Dude, one of the people in the crowd asked James Mannon how they could be a panelist if there was a season two. And it's like, <laughs> are you out of your fucking... People are so delusional yeah. about how this business works. It's yeah. like, you know, like even my own mom would be like, you should do SNL. It's like, are you a stupid asshole, mom? <laughs> <laughs> what what are people even thinking with this yeah. show like yeah. no that's not the way any of this works Guys. i mean my the guy who was driving me home mm. who drove me home two days ago from stanford was like asking me all these questions about comedy and how he gets into how yeah. he can get into comedy and and oh oh maybe i could come on the set it's like no dickhead you drive me from here to my house and then you forget where my fucking address was <laughs> so, he wrote it down and saved it yeah it's yeah. like dude i gotta be honest with you listen here it's tough sometimes it get i never in a million years 
I don't like to ever say that I do comedy. If you say, oh, like every time I check into like a hotel or like rent a car, they're always like, what are you in town from? I was like, ah, just work stuff. If they ask me a follow-up question, I usually say I'm in construction. That's just what I say. Because, but because I don't want to be like, oh, because with you I, that makes sense. If I'm like, I'm in construction, they're like, <laughs> yeah. fucking beat it, soft hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, but because if you say you're in comedy, what two things are going to happen? One, they're going to be like, oh, cool, tell me a joke, yeah. which you want to kill yourself and then kill their family in front of them. Yeah. Um. Two. The second thing they'll do is be like, oh, do you do comedy? Oh, what's your name? I've never heard of you. Yeah. So either way, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I don't care if you know me or not. I genuinely, whatever you want to do, know me, don't know me. Uh, babe, I only care about the Puerto Ricans here at this show. But so so the, I made the mistake of we had just filmed two shows, fucking exhausted, like tired, got to drive all the way back to, to Staten Island from Stanford to wake up at 6 a.m. the next day to come right back to do three episodes, going over the shit for the next day. Like you really get tired. And the, and the, and the, the driver who picked me up, most of them are very professional. And the driver, he goes, oh, he goes, um, he goes, hey, he goes, what's going on in there? Are you an actor or something? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, no, nah. I was like, it's just a TV show. And he was like, oh, cool. He was like, so what do you do for the show? And I was like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a part of it. He was like, but like what? And I, and I just, you know, just cause I was like, I was like, <laughs> you I, had nothing in your brain yeah, to offer. I was just like, yeah. I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm the host. And he goes, really? What's your name? Ugh. And then I go, oh my God. I, I audibly said, I went, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh my God. Cause we were still in Stanford. I yeah. we had an hour and a half. I was like, I can't, like it was this close to being like, if this is what it's going to be, Just I actually can't deal with it. I'll pay for an Uber home and then tell the show that they got to pay. I'll tell the show that it was twice as much as it actually costs <laughs> just to, for the inconvenience. Uh-huh. But, 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 but then he goes, then while he's driving, like we're driving on oh, the yeah. highway, He's got YouTube open. He's like, how do you spell your last name? And he's trying to watch my videos on the phone. And I had to be like, dude, don't watch it while you're driving me. He was like, that'd be funny if I got into a car accident while watching your video. (laughs) And I was just like, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. And then because it is one of those things where it's like, I would know, even if I was never in entertainment at all, I would know just if you're driving, don't talk to them. Say hi. Be cordial, be pleasure, but it's like I wouldn't. Even when I was a physical therapist, mm. I would. If you came in, I would say, "Hey, what's up, Mike?" Me, and then while I'm working on you, just if you talk, we talk. I'm here to service your knee. Do you know what? Like it. It also like when it comes to comedy, and maybe you'll agree with this, but it it doesn't feel like genuine interest. It feels like combative interest. Yeah. To where like you're a comic, they're like, "Oh yeah," like, yeah. like it's an immediate step to you where yeah. you're just like. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, man. I just tell jokes. It is a job like anything else. And I understand that it seems kind of glitzy and glamoury yeah. if, you, if you watch enough vlogs. But it's like, dude, yeah. this is just a gig. That is what then it is. Then the guy goes, I forgot this. He goes, and I said in the middle of it when he was, and I said, and I said, uh, I don't know whoever you know that does comedy. He was like, how did you know that I knew someone that did comedy? I was like, everybody knows someone. <laughs> Who does comedy now and I I don't know who they are. Yeah. And then he was like, Oh, do you know Russell Peters? I was like, Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to open for him. Can you get him on my pod? <laughs> <laughs> Can, dude, you got edibles? Oh yeah, I've Yeah, so and many. you're a little fucking 
If so, your little many. your little satchel. So, dude, Look I at that little bag. This this also like I had kind of a reckoning with myself today because you know I I smoke a fair amount of pot, but I didn't. Yeah, and it's the reason why uh, we need to speak to you. <laughs> yeah. This is an intervention. Bring out crew. Well, this is. <laughs> just flipped it. He's like, Daddy, you forgot my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. uh, so here's a a lot of edibles. Okay. Um, nice. And then Here I also. Oh wow. Here's some too. This is some. Um, uh, this is, um, Did, uh, okay. This was just all in like my safe. What's I keep... the one that I took on your show when I did the, your edible show? Do you uh, remember which one we took? Yeah, I do. That was. Is it uh, in here? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Give me that one because that one gave me. That one made me feel fucking numb. That was dude. a high dose for you too, and I. Yeah. It. So that'll be out at some point. I. I still haven't even looked at the fucking footage because right. we've been doing so much shit. But dude, Chris became. Were you there? No. He became like such a sweetie PD on stage where he was like. You guys know, like his voice, like got low, yeah. like high and soft, and just like I don't know, like like yeah. you were very, very just. Then, and I and I, open and then and I never do comedy. I never do comedy about my stepson. All of a sudden, I had ten minutes on my stepson, <laughs> and Yamanika was like, "You make because the point of the show is you take the edible and riff." And I swear to God, I riff. But Yamanika thought I did some kind of bit about my pre-planned bit about my stepson, and I didn't. So I, this is like fifty milligrams. You want less than that? Yeah, I can't do that. Give me 10. Okay. <laughs> Is this 10? Yeah. Uh. He's like, yeah, practice. I took, I took the other 35. I might take some more, too. You want some? Yeah, yeah. Of course I want some. I also found that this is like when I realized that I had like, is that, real? that I, I forgot about bean? weed. Yeah, is this okay? It's just, legal in New York, right? Yeah, you're good. Are no, they, now, this is Venetia. I just found uh, like a half ounce of weed. There it is. Venetia. <laughs> this is Venetia, who's okay. wearing Andre the Giant's pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Thank you. She's got, she's got two cookies. for. These are homemade. Did you bake these? Yeah. Dude, Did those you? are the same pants Dylan Klebold wore during Columbine. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you recognize it. <laughs> they are the exact <laughs> pants. Wow. <laughs> these are good, Venetia. What did you put in them? Did you put anything like Greek in them? Tzatziki? Yeah. No, just, you know, yeah, a little bit of garlic and just, no, just a little secret what, recipe. What, what made you want to bake uh, cookies? I don't know. I always bake and uh, I just love baking. Yeah? I, don't I bring cookies all the time to you guys? I, I do. I it was your grandma. Yeah, it was. But it, yeah, this is something I made. I wanted to. You want a hundred milligram brownie? Yeah. Holidays oh. are coming up. Wow. Look at this. Look at this. Wednesday, the show Wednesday on Netflix surpasses Dahmer on all-time Netflix ranking. That show Wednesday about Wednesday Adams the Adams Family is the best show I've ever seen. I've actually watched it twice. <laughs> no shit. I've watched it twice all the way through. That, that's the most stunning thing I've I ever heard out of your Christ, mouth. I watched it once all the way through with Delilah when we all had the flu, and then I watched it again when she had the flu, but I felt better. <laughs> I watched it again with Ardo. Wednesday? Did you see that though? It said over a billion hours streamed of Wednesday and Dahmer. Holy oh, shit. and I thought Wednesday surpassed It just Dahmer. beat it. It just beat it, but that means Dahmer's Dahmer, right there. Dahmer, I can't yeah. get into. A billion hours. I'm of done it. with the serial killer making it set. I'm done. You don't I'm, like a gay guy that drills a wound into somebody's head and then no, fucks it? I like that, and I like them on the panel for my show. <laughs> but, but, but I don't. I don't. You know, I got to be honest too. I mean, is she over? Is she underage? The girl who no. plays Wednesday, because she is like unbelievable. Yeah, she jumped. Cut I think, this whole segment if she is. I think she jumped like 10 million Instagram followers. So she. She jumps the craziest amount of followers on Instagram in a long time. 
Well, she wasn't famous before this. No, she's a Disney star. I've seen her in, in TV shows. Um, she not oh, yeah, Jan- Jan- Jenna Ortega. Yep, jumping ten millions a crazy amount. She's twenty. All right. <laughs> Could you imagine you're literally born in Coachella? That's what <laughs> wow. it says. She's from Coachella. <laughs> Holy shit! That's how fucking she was born with stickers on her nipples. <laughs> 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 Glitter fairy makeup. Who's her parent? Who's Natalie Ortega? She just. She's hot. probably hot. Yeah. She's gotta be smoking. And I think she might be famous too. Is Natalie Ortega? Who's Natalie? It Ortega? sounds like She's Natalie Imbruglia. Her mom looks like a hippie white version of her. Her mom looks like someone who's from Coachella. Yeah. Yeah, that's somebody who went to the festival once and then just set up shop. Right. Thanks to today's sponsor, Fansly. Fansly has the adult content you crave by creators you already know and plenty that you don't. I'm going to get on Fansly. Okay? Want to get started as a content creator yourself? Yes. I'm alive in this century (laughs) in America. Yes, I want to be a content creator. What do I want to work in the post office? (laughs) Fansly makes it easy to start your very own small business from the comfort of your bedroom or wherever you make your content. And the Fansly team is dedicated to supporting your journey. They're going to support you and provide a safe and reliable platform for content creators of all types because sex work is real work. That's right. So go to fansly.com slash promo slash chaos, which I, I know sounds stupid, but that's what it is. Fantasy.com slash promo slash chaos for free. <laughs> Sorry. Fansly.com slash promo slash chaos for a free extended trial subscription, and you will be extended, to one of our favorite content creators, okay? Feet pics from your neighbor, Jenna. Yes, please. Again, that is fansly.com slash promo slash chaos. Fansly.com slash promo slash chaos. Get the gift. Get it for your mom. Get it for your dad. Get it for me so Jasmine doesn't see it. Listen, you would think that I'm saying this show is sponsored by BetterHelp because they're asking me to say it, but I'm not. I'm just telling you that I'm sponsored by BetterHelp, and I love them, and I've been using them, and Joe DeRosa was using them and doing great, and now he's not using them, and look what's happening to him. <laughs> so, unfortunately, life doesn't come with the user's manual. Your dildos do and everything else, but not life. There's no user manual. The transition, fun word, into how BetterHelp online therapy is basically the next best thing is what it's all about. And if you are transitioning, by the way, BetterHelp can help with that too. The therapy part of it. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which we all need, which I've needed. You all need to cope. There's all, life is about coping. I, I cope myself to sleep every night. I'm coded with cope. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, and it's 100% online. Even if you're an asshole, you can still use BetterHelp and, and talk to a therapist that'll be matched up to what your needs are. Even Mike Feeney can be on BetterHelp. <laughs> Super benefit. Yes. So right now, all you have to go to is betterhelp.com slash chaos that's better com slash chaos and you are going to get 10 percent off your first month and it's going to be great uh 
We use it. Most of my comic friends use it. Uh, Mike uses it. He's sitting next to me. Yeah. He's I'm, I'm texting now. Yeah. He's texting. So we use it. We love it. Mental health is very important. Um, you know, along with using whatever pronouns you feel suit you. Um, and whatever it is, it is. But better help is as important as that. Better help and your mental health is as important uh, as the war, uh, as any war. That's we're fighting for freedom. Happy Fourth of July from BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash chaos. I'm sorry I'm chewing on the pod. I know it's disgusting, but I haven't eaten since yesterday at 3 p.m. when I had a scone. That's your fast break right yeah. there? Nice. Yeah. You know what's making me laugh so hard? You two happily eating uh, Crustables. Dude, those you guys are so happy about that. By the way, James Mattern, who was in the trailer the whole time, is definitely allergic to peanut butter, and I ate a crustable <laughs> peanut butter and jelly every day right in his Dude, face. I think I gave him a hug with Chunky smeared on my <laughs> cheek. Oh, my God. They yeah. are unbelievable. I had never had those before and only seen them in, like, like a dusty bodega aisle where you're yeah. like, oh, this is from 83. Dude, I've never seen these Uncrustables uh, chocolate-flavored <laughs> hazelnut spread sandwich. Holy oh shit, they God. got, like, Nutella ones. Oh, my no, God. No, wait, hold on. DeRosa's going to get mad. We're doing a show. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. You know what's uh, great? Put those in the freezer. Mm. Well, yeah. did I tell you about my new podcast called Taste Friends? It's really cool. It's uh, yeah. it's me and somebody of higher yeah. ilk uh, yeah, debating yeah. food. Yeah, it's you and Mike Feeney, but Mike Feeney does the whole show with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, so it actually draws in listeners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Dude, do you know that I just saw this on the way here? The, the Russia just developed a nuke that can reach mainland U.S. So oh. I can't well, wait. Did dude. you see their announcement too? The only way to win the wars with a nuke. No, they're not um, wrong. Putin just said that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know what, Vlad? If you're watching this, why don't you fucking stop talking shit and just do it, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris holding the gun barrel to his <laughs> yeah. head, being like, "Shoot, fucking bitch!" Do it. <laughs> That's it. I love that I'm finally getting a chance at a TV show, and I'm begging the Russia to nuke Ukraine, and I'm yelling, "No blacks or women on my set." <laughs> it's gonna go. It has the chance to go for a million episodes, yeah. create generational yeah. wealth for your family. Vice is live watching this podcast right now with their mouths <laughs> on the floor they're like who picked this guy you, you know what you know what i feel like they did they add, i feel like honestly if it all comes down to it they literally if they want to not have me back for season two or not even air me season one they could just cgi hassan hassan minaj's face <laughs> on my body because i got skinny enough do a deep fake yeah seriously do a yeah. deep fake he's actually way skinny hassan if you're listening you need to fatten up yeah you're he needs thin. to kamal it up a bit you know yeah. just get a little juiced get some power Dude, lifting in hassan having i mean that crowd went fucking nuts for hassan yeah yeah, they I mean, he's, a, yeah. he's got that thing where you like you sit next to him and you feel famous. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he there's like a warm glow yeah. of I'm better than you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have that air about him. It's just pure yeah. his energy. Yeah. 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 Him and Nimesh have the uh, have the same air, except Hassan sells out six at Radio City <laughs> and Nimesh is on TikTok. <laughs> no, get it, dude. Nimesh is fucking another guy. Nimesh crushed. Dude, we had so many Indian people on. Yeah. We had Nimesh and Hassan. Yeah. <laughs> Nimesh, for, the, for the 80s, that is groundbreaking. Literally, yeah. that, and they were awesome. Honestly, everybody, there was a cup. There were two people who stunk on that panel. Yeah. Um, there it is, and here's one of them coming. And we'll talk about who stinks on Patreon. We'll reveal who stunk. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're oh, going nice. to tell you who stunk it up on the panel at, at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. That's a good idea. Now, did you guys see the mysterious fire of the NYPD evidence compound? 
No. no. And mysteriously, everything burned down yesterday. Wow. Really? So I'm thinking somebody stole some Bitcoin or stole something. Yeah, was burned. there a huge Coke bust recently or something? I mean, constantly with the ghost guns and the fentanyl, oh, you know, yeah. uptown. So who knows, dude? Yesterday there was like nine alarm fire. Like every firefighter was trying no to No shit. Out. Yeah. That's I did not sketchy. hear that. But wait, can, can we pull up the nuke that can hit the U.S.? Because yeah. I, I want to see if this is true or this is yeah, fake Yeah, what part news. of the U.S.? Yeah, is I want to see That's if this headed is just towards a, California? Yeah. Yeah, because I want to see if it can hit the East Coast. What geographical part of the U.S. it can hit? Because I want to move there. <laughs> well, I always thought, did you ever get that feeling when, like, terror attacks were on high alert and, like, people were, you know, see something, say something? It was just real, like, shit could go down. I always wanted to be sitting right next to the pressure cooker as far as yeah. instead of like on the other you side of the train. Wanna, you don't want to get radiation poisoning and then slowly die over right. 20 years. It's like evaporate me immediately. Yeah, yeah. Evaporate I don't want to. I don't want to get hit in the thigh and then have my artery slowly bleed out. I want to be absolutely right. turned into dust. Here we go. Here the pimp just pulled up the U.S. nuclear targets. Maine? They would hit Maine? Not New York? I think it's probably a nuclear facility that would take out New York. You know, so, you, in other words, they'd go for... You're nuking a nuke. Yeah, but Indian Point is, like, the big one that they always had to... Like, because I grew up right outside the city. Did they talk about Indian Point in your well, school? I call it Native American Point. <laughs> well, they always said that's where Lyme disease came from. Indian I thought Lyme really? disease came from Lyme, Connecticut. Uh, I don't know. I heard there was deers that were around the nuclear plant and swam across the water in Connecticut. Is it deers or deer? It's deer. It's so also deers, nuclear, you two so fucking deer, George sorry, W. Bushes. Pimp and I say, <laughs> I Pimp and so I say deers, and then I think also I would say I put on my, I got, I like genuinely, like t this morning I was like, Delilah, did you, did you find clean underwears? And I, <laughs> and I say, and I think that's just growing, I think that's just going to Catholic high schools yeah, yeah. in Queens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, Pimp yeah, and I did. That's almost like Italian. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's We're trash. Yeah, through underwears. Through trash. Yeah. <laughs> but where, right. where would you nuke? Where would I nuke if you in were the United Putin. States? Yeah, where, if, yeah. Um, where would I nuke? San Francisco. Portland. You're going to say Portland. No, 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 no. I'm, I would say, I would say, I would nuke, I would say, I would, uh, I would nuke, not Portland, not Florida, not um, the Midwest. I think I, I think I would nuke, um, maybe one of the Dakotas. I would nuke uh, South Dakota because Mount. Just because in, I inconsequential yeah, state. <laughs> yeah, I would nuke South Dakota because Mount Rushmore offends me. <laughs> it's just four white men. It's four the patriarchy. I want to put up new. I want to. I hope that they put up Joe Biden's fucking that guy that's stealing suitcases. Have you seen that guy? That oh, gender neutral guy a, stealing what a suitcases. Person. I want him to be on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Dude, that, that guy looks like Jim Norton. We have to get him on. Can we get him on? Can you pull him up? Pull yeah, up pull this up. guy. The guy stealing. By the way, stole the suitcase, unpacked it, used it for months, and then when they caught her with the suitcase, said, "Oh, it was a mistake." Yeah. Does, uh, she, dude, does she go by her? This person? I'm dude, not sure of her. That person. is Google a classic. Google gender neutral Biden suitcase stealing. She went to the airport and stole a designer Gay man bag. that I support. And then used it. <laughs> I feel so. My my target, and I said San Francisco, and it's not because of like any <laughs> any social <laughs> issues. It's because I want to take out big tech, like yeah. just once and for all, just absolutely annihilate the hub of all of this shit, so yeah. we can get back to just lighting fires with sticks in our backyards. Yeah, I mean, look at <laughs> look at this person. This is, I mean, you know, I mean, listen. First of all. Um, that's what I look like on multiple episodes of my TV show. Um, they, uh, Sam Brinton, which they gender neutral name, so you can't. Dude, he, looks, he looks like bald Pete Davidson. He, he does look like right? bald Pete Davidson. 
Wow. He's got those supple fucking not sure what race he is lips. <laughs> and yeah, Sam, stop playing pretend like you're loosely grabbing a microphone. We, what do I have to attach balls to it for you to grab it like you fucking mean it? Uh, um, <laughs> I just want to meet the person who got their shit stolen. By the, like, what do, you, what do you do? Do you get money from them? What do you ask for? Yeah, like, what, imagine you're like, hey, you got your suitcase stolen. Who did it? Joe Biden's. Joe Biden's gender-neutral press secretary. Dude, he looks like that guy that looks like Matt Damon. Right. What's that actor's name that's in fucking Friday Night Lights? He's also in... Oh, he's yes, married yes, yes. to Kirsten Dunst. Oh, wow. I don't... I'm forget. But this guy looks... Or this person looks like what a human looks like in the future. Yeah. That's a futuristic... Like, this yeah. person... <laughs> this is who... Future. This is what the future is going to... Like, my daughter's going to grow up and be like, this is my partner. And wow. then I'm going to be like... That's... That's Matt so. Damon in Eurotrip singing yes. Scotty Doesn't Know. That's fucking bonkers, dude. Oh, and then the other person next to him is Magic Johnson's son. <laughs> is no, that, that is, yeah, that's yeah. Magic Johnson's yeah. son. No, no, I swear to God, that, 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 that person is Matt. I keep just saying that person. And then it, it, Grant Wall, the journalist who died of a pulmonary embolism mm. uh, in Qatar, sadly, looks like he was stealing luggage in an airport in San Francisco. <laughs> um, no, it's sad that he died because, you know, his brother gave this like really like you saw you told yeah, us about like on yeah. instagram like you killed my brother and it was like sad and emotional but then like the wife confirmed it was a pulmonary embolism that was bubbling up for quite some time is this my conspiracy shit though that i still don't still buy this that i Qatar. feel like the united states government probably told them to shut their fucking mouths while they do some <laughs> investigation yeah, you know what I mean? Stop, yeah. stop setting off a potential international incident with your hysterics and just allow us to give this guy well, an they, autopsy. They, they got their body. They got Grant Wall's body back from Qatar, back from Qatar to the United States in like record time. Yeah. In like 14 hours, the body was back, I believe, in New York. Um because uh, I, I, you know, I, maybe it's that. I'm like, surprised he wasn't turned into garlic naan. Like, how wasn't that guy just immediately destroyed? destroyed. And then another journalist in Qatar died uh, a couple of days later. And yeah. just And then, uh, and then a, a worker fell off the top of the stadium, like, in the middle of a game. I mean, that's just, just been exploded happening. While Messi was just kicking goals. Nobody cared. You know? Like, in, fa in fairness, it was a uh, tribute to Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, R.I.P. Dude, Morocco versus France. I mean, if fucking Morocco, when this episode comes out, the game will be over already. Mm. But dude, if Morocco wins, I mean, that'll be for number one, first African nation ever to get to the semifinals, of course, and first African nation to get to the finals. Mm. But I can't see how Morocco can beat France. France is like a nasty power where all of their players are like the top players of every league they play in. Yeah, no, France France is the best. And I think France used to own Morocco, right? I think there's like a French oh, so in Morocco. Yeah, so wow, this would be like Ireland versus England? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, listen, Morocco, you got us far, but... It's your daddy's here. <laughs> now you're coming back. Does your dad watch all this stuff? The my dad, no, my dad is not a soccer guy. He doesn't really know much um, about it. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know much about it. But the World Cup, it really is like fascinating. Yeah, it's a fat. It's the only type of soccer I can get into. I know everyone says, "Oh, but like watch the La Liga and the Premier League." I know, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I think the uniforms are stupid. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It's but you're a fan of hot guys. Yeah, like that's it, true. it is a it is a sport of hot men. Yeah. yeah. 
the, who, Venetia, who's who's a who's a real hot piece of ass that you notice in the World Cup? Anybody that we should be on the lookout for? Um, Megan Rapinoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brazil's team is really hot. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, you know, I just typed in Brazil, but yeah. Brazil. I, I guess think- you like men with fake butts. <laughs> They, I don't know, like I, and this is probably racist, but I feel like they <laughs> go in time. I feel Mike's like face. they smell amazing until they don't. Right, you know what I mean. You like think they can Brazili- get stinky quick? Brazilian men could potentially like real cologne, probably very fresh pregame, right. and then once the game wears on, it smells like pure septic shit. Yeah, just ooh, just <laughs> a nice septic tank shit. Yeah, I know. I mean, these guys, and they take it really freaking seriously. I mean, they. They, um, you know, they cry when they lose. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a big, big deal. They're I- really good actors, actually. Yes, like, mm-hmm. they, they are. They just get touched. They just, like, collapse. I don't yeah. know. Neymar's really hot, I think, so, out of everybody yeah. on this. Is he? I'd yeah. pipe Neymar. He's not in that. There he is. There he is, crying yeah. here. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 They're all yeah. pretty gorgeous. Yeah, likes a likes, likes a very metrosexual, gangsty sure. kind of guy. I mean, you know? I, I bet a lot of women probably like him. I, I think, though, that he, like, facially is not even on the top ten of his team. No, 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 no. The, 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 I personally think the hottest guy, uh, I think um, uh, there's a guy from Argentina. There's a guy, by the way, from Argentina. His last name's McAllen or McAllister. Yeah. I think his name's Kevin McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> he plays soccer Argentina. Dude, did you, by the way, Google Home Alone Kevin McAllister Jig, uh, saw serial killer. There's conspiracies out there that Kevin McAllister's character in Home Alone actually grew up to be Jigsaw, the serial killer in Saw. Have you ever heard? No, heard that's it? great. Like though. they're nice. saying, like there's clues in the movie. Yeah, Home Alone's Kevin McAllister grew up to be infamous serial killer. Fans reveal. That's what it is. That's, that's why, because everyone's working from home now and they have nothing to do. <laughs> that's that's also a smart thing for like Saw to do, right. where they have this like they can attach their dog shit franchise to like a beloved movie right. and just be like, look at these Easter eggs. Look, we're actually you know we're connected. Yeah, to this let me somehow. see it. Can you go down a little bit? Every year since 2014, Jigsaw's a darker holiday tradition. Um, McAllister became a serial killer. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's character grew up to become Jigsaw, John Kramer, the creepy killer from the Saw films. There are a few reasons they said the cherubic, but mischievous McAllister became a sadistic murderer. Hmm. Um, crude traps he set up for the wet bandits. No, that doesn't mean you're a serial killer. It means your mom, your mom might be a serial killer for leaving you home alone. <laughs> um, and also leaving that many dangerous weapons around the house. Right. Like, I don't, I just don't have paint cans and a giant metal bar that I can tie to perfect string and swing it from the steps. Let me tell you something loud and clear. Yeah. If I was eight years old and my mother left me home alone for literally one day and then the house was burglarized, I would be raped immediately. Yeah. I would be held down and sodomized by those men that came in and took all my mommy's stuff, and I wouldn't do one goddamn thing about it, and I'd keep my mouth shut like I have every day since 1993. You know who you are. I think I think I would like offer myself up out of like defense, just be yeah. like, take what you want, including this. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like whatever, yeah, dude. dude. I have no ability to fight back. I think Chris would fall right into his own trap. Yeah, <laughs> paint yeah. right in the face. Yeah, just get right hit. <laughs> By the way, this day in history, um, 1799, at the age of 67, uh, President uh, George Washington died of throat cancer. He was eating that pussy. Wow. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones was alive back yeah, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, dude. It's um, but but you know, I I feel like, you know, the, 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 we're ending the year here. You know, I've yet to decide if I'm doing a podcast next week. Uh, no, no, I'll do it. Um, I'll do we it. are. We, I'll do it. No, we're 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 ending the year here, and I feel like this is the first year in a long time. It feels like in ten years where I'm like. I feel better as a person and a lot of, I've had a lot of positive change in my life from, you know, December 31st of last year to December 31st. If, the, if I, I mean, it's only December, whatever, 15th. So we'll see if I even make it to December 31st. Uh-huh. But I do feel, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, wow, this is a year that like I, cause I would always try to fake like I've seen growth. Yeah. yeah. But I never really did. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, I, I, I feel like I'm just, uh. I'm, things are okay. Speaking and just personally, career, or all of the personally, above? Personally, career, everything. And it and I get, because of being Catholic, it's making me feel like 2023 is going to be horrific. Yeah. Like, it's literally going to yeah. be, it's like you go into the, you end I hate that. Year, is that. A, that is a Catholic thing, and right? And you can't, you can't escape it. It's like, well, what is going to, like, what, what bad is going to happen? And it, it is because, that's why I don't push my kids to go to church and, you know, Jasmine can't go to church. And, and I, <laughs> <laughs> not on Staten Island at least yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no dude I, every, every single one of my neighbors on my block still thinks Jasmine's Italian um, <laughs> she's fucking Sicilian hey, she's look got, at her. even uh, in the winter she's yeah, got a tan yeah, yeah. I, I say Jerry's her Italian grandfather um so Jerry kind of looks like Hispanic George Washington. He do- oh, yeah. Jerry is Jerry oh, is my, my founding father and mother. <laughs> uh, so Jerry, uh, I'm so so. Um, uh, what, what was you, you oh, talking oh, about Catholic year. stuff? Mm. Is it, it, you know what I think it is? I think it's like you know when you break down Catholicism, they make it like where your time here on Earth, like if you fuck up, yeah, you're gonna get placed in an afterlife. Heaven, hell, purgatory. Where yeah. other religions are like, hey, you die, you go into the ground. Where right. our religion is like, this is an audition for eternity. Yes. Like, yeah. So you, so it makes you feel like it just it gives you this guilt, and it's constantly like, you know, your mom being like, why didn't you go to church on Sunday? If you don't go to church on Sunday, it's like your whole life's gonna fall apart. Don't eat meat on Fridays. It's all these things, and it's like bad, bad, bad. When it's like, no, you can just live. I finally kind of got my relationship spiritual relationship with god better from a priest who i know he's mm. like a, a guy that is a little younger than me became a priest and i was t- telling him about this and he was like yeah he was like all of that is like an old school way of being a catholic yeah he goes you would create your own relationship with god and that's what religion is whatever spirit yeah. spirituality means to you he was like you know come on sundays if you can we'd like you to be there every week and you know and also donate but, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, know the, the heavy onus on the but donate. But he was like, "Do not think that you're, you know, and and you know, going to confession and all. Like, just be a human being and have a relationship with God." Well, and that's that's what I've done through, you know, constant. This sounds very queefy, but like spiritual work, even mushrooms, yeah. edibles, all yeah. that stuff. It has taken, and I'm still not out of it, but it's taken a lot to crack me out of that Irish Catholic bullshit, that right. cynical way of looking at things. Right. And like, it's it's like built on a lie where it's like, or at least mine was, where it's like, no, no, it's about hope and it's about goodness. But meanwhile, it's all about control. It's all about keeping yep. your behavior between the two lines and for you to basically just be a good little soldier and follow every fucking order that anybody has to give you, or at least that was my upbringing. So with my 
like my finding God, yeah. I feel the same way where I've come to sort of a spiritual maturity. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Catholic Church. And I can't even like I, I can't even bring myself to look at the church because I think yeah. it's such a horseshit organization yeah. built on fucking pedophilia, which this is nothing new, but that is so deeply ingrained in the this. roots. It's so yeah. ingrained where like even when my even when my buddy's like my buddy just signed his son up to be an altar boy and I'm like what are you gift wrapping him for a pedophile? Like, yeah, have yeah. you not read a yeah. fucking article in 10 years? But yeah. doesn't it feel like the original social media? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, a little bit. That's difference. why I've stepped out of Catholicism and I've joined Boko Haram in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you see Boko Haram? How fucking brutal they are? No. Dude, Boko Haram are the biggest. Google are, Boko are they Haram. The they are the biggest pieces of shit on the fucking planet. They are like raping and killing Nigerian women and children. And like the news, yeah, the news is not covering it. These guys are like way fucking worse than ISIS and were, worse than the Nazis. Weren't they declitting women? Was yeah, they're them? doing all that. They were de what? Clitting. Oh, I thought you said cleating. Yeah, it's horrible, these people. And, and, and I feel like not enough people, like the media is not talking about like how they're, you know, because they're, they're in Oaks. Well, uh, are war. they sitting on any oil reserves? Yeah, pro that's, yeah. <laughs> Probably not. That's yeah. Or any poppy fields. Yeah, but they they are really like Boko Haram is like uh is is uh yeah they're they're not good man. I, and well, and uh, I want to even I want even <laughs> name this episode Boko Haram. <laughs> no, Boko Harambe. It's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did want to go back to your year in review. What do you think the high and low parts of year were? Okay, so I think I think that. The high, well, the low, the low point, I think for me came in March when just thinking of the year, I think came in March when I gen, I've talked about this on the podcast when I, when I was in, when we were in all in Vegas, I knew it. Yeah. I we were all it, in dude. Vegas and it was just, <laughs> this like, was high or low. This, this is low. Oh, okay, this is low. Okay, okay. Where it was just a bit where I put on a wig. I put on like a like a like this. Uh, I put on T.T. Jerry's wig. Yep. I put on T.T. Jerry's wig. We're in Vegas. I was like fighting with Jasmine, like this whole thing. And then came over to do a. Uh, Andrew Santino was also in Vegas at the same time. So comes over to do a podcast, and we're doing a bit. There was like a scale in the room. Yeah. And I got on the scale, and I weighed two hundred and fifty-one or two hundred and fifty-two like pounds. Yeah. And it was like every, and it was like in that, like I literally like was like, "What are you doing?" But like played it off, like just like laughing. <laughs> having fun made a bit like I was going to commit suicide <laughs> go back to that episode to watch Chris's heartbreak live <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like Ralph Wake I'm like Aah! and then I remember like Andrew leaving I think I had a show that night and then I remember li literally like maybe two hours I remember first of all right after that eating like 5,000 calories yeah like, just like just doing it, whatever, because you're still in that mode where you're like, ha ha ha. No, then ha, it's ha, like, ha. oh, oh, I'm fat. I'll I'll teach you. Yeah. I'll yeah. get fatter. I'll get yeah. fatter, and yeah. I'll just do a bunch of push-ups, and it should burn off the fucking <laughs> six slices of French toast, omelets, bacon, and a milkshake I just had. I'll do push-ups in the bathroom. Dude, we were at the Win sold-out show. You're about to go up, and you were pouting. Yeah, you were upset. I man. literally was in the shower <laughs> that day, and I started out of nowhere, uncontrollable, hysterical crying. <laughs> I swear to God, where Jasmine was like, are you crying? I was like, no, I'm having a seizure. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm speaking on. clearly through it. Yeah, I was like, I'm doing fentanyl. Leave me the fuck alone. Uh, look at this. Fat in Vegas. So I do this bit with 250.6 pounds. And then somebody, Jerry goes, that means you're 245. And, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, and. I knew and, it, dude. 
And so I remember there, like, yeah, doing all that. That's all me just trying to be like, I'm dead. It's so funny because you do look visibly heavier, but you still wear it well. Like, you're one of those people that could be 250 that still looks like yourself. Dude, if I, like, if I sway, if I, right now, just from being on set, I have these fucking Mick jowls that yeah. just hang underneath my jawline. Right. It's fucking awful, man. But you can, at least your body is in proportion and it just displaces everywhere. Well, you know what? I'm like a woman when I, it, it's never my upper body. It's always my lower body. Really? It's always my fucking lower leg. You got a real bowling pin? Yeah, yeah. fucking dummy. <laughs> but that moment was like, I remember my low where I said, I'm, I'm going to make a real change. And then I didn't do a goddamn thing for another four months. <laughs> yeah. I, that's just what it is. Yeah. But the ball was rolling. Sometimes that happens in life. It's like, you're like, I have an idea. And then you beat yourself up if you if a few months have went by and you haven't acted on yet. It's like... Dude, it, it's sometimes it takes really, really slow time to like just like I didn't. I had the idea to do comedy when I was 21. I didn't get on stage till I was 25. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah. you, but it's like all those years are like you're getting a little close. Like it's all part of it. But that that was like the that moment was like, can, oh man. Can I guess your high point? Yeah. I'm gonna do Ireland. You know, I would say I would say Ireland. No. Only because, only because I think in Ireland, in Ireland, I was having a good time. I really, really was having a good time, but we was drinking a lot. It was kind of like, you know, not doing the fasting. We were running from city to city. I loved being there, but it, I wouldn't say it was my high point um, because I didn't feel like healthy. My, my um, uh, high point, I think, was in, um, I don't know why, in, 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 in the beginning of September, when I went to San Francisco, I was in San Francisco with, uh, with Sergio. I remember being, being, feeling like I had just went for a jog down by, um, down by the water in San Francisco, like a three mile jog, which I was always like fan out at like a mile and a half. But by this, I had been dieting. I had lost a good amount of weight by then. And I remember jogging um, in San Francisco and then stopping and, and I think I posted it, stopping and, and having this moment where I, re, I never even thought about it. Since, in 2007, I went with my mother to, uh, to San Francisco and just as like a vacation, like me and my mom, like she was like, where, where, where do you want to go? Like mm. she had just broken up with a boyfriend. She was like, where do you want to go? And I was like, uh, San Francisco. And she was like, great. And she just like booked it and we went. And, and I remember first really having the idea i remember going on a tour of san francisco and they showed us the san francisco punchline i believe it was and they said oh this is where robin williams used to perform comedy i love robin williams yeah. and i remember thinking about it and then us sitting on that bench we got like a coffee or something and sitting on that bench looking out towards where uh the oakland bay bridge and i was like i really want to do comedy like i think that's what i want to do yeah and out of nowhere and she was like well then you should go for it she was like you should have you know do something to be an edu you know get educated first but you should go for it but i remember like i really want to do that and i didn't think about that at all right like, not one second after that or i as, at least i didn't think i did and then when i was jogging it i saw that exact bench with <laughs> yeah. almost like that exact view and I was like, holy shit, I got all these shows yeah. sold out. Like my whole, like I really did it. And then I realized that day was September 11th, <laughs> 2022. And I was wow. like, this is the best day I've had in a long time. Yeah. And it's 9-11. <laughs> you, Maybe I am the 9-11 guy. <laughs> but I remember yeah. that, that for some reason, I don't know why. Because I was thinking about this last night. That, yeah, this moment, I don't know what it was. I was just like... 
it made me kind of feel, which I never, ever, really, ever feel this about myself, but it made me feel like proud, not even for accomplishments, just proud that I fucking tried. Yeah, you went after it. I just went after it. You're you're very lucky in the sense that, um, like, one, your low point was a defined moment because, right. like, mine for the whole year, it's, like, it's been all over the year because I've had a really great year, but I've had, like, a mentally and emotionally trying year where, like, even through the highs and, like, really good brand new, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this highs, I haven't been able to enjoy it as much because of that treacherous thought of like, this is going to fuck up, I'm not here, I'm not there, the compare despair, like I'm still not this, maybe this means it's bullshit, like all that like taking the legs out from myself in terms of like accomplishments. So like even even the release of my specials have been a low. Yeah. (laughs) And not because of the, I'm proud of both of them. God damn it. Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful to say? But like, I'm so proud of the material. I'm so proud of myself in terms of what I created. But at the same time, I'm so upset at myself that I allowed my poisonous mentality to fucking taint the well and ruin those experiences of putting them out, of being successful, of like growing from it, of all that shit. So like... That's my low. Is my right. low is like just a kind of smattering of negativity <laughs> right. throughout the year. My high, and uh, there's two of them, but my my high high is going to Aruba with crew uh, with my son yes. and Nicole, yes. and being able to get us there with jokes. Right. So my parents, I never flew on a plane with my parents growing up. We never went on vacation. The two vacation. Your dad was a fugitive. <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> couldn't give his license yeah. to the TSA. <laughs> but he, I like. The the two vacations I remember are are Amish country and Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh, oh, County, uh, the Amish country. Yeah, yeah and Mystic, it. Connecticut. So sorry, yeah. three three fucking things in the general just, tri-state you were area. Vacationing like just the gayest of gay men. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Just gay man's yeah. literal dream life is what you lived as a child. Yeah, and it was uh, <laughs> it was weirdly ni- my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but then like so the the ability to get my son on a plane at two years old yeah. and to then like see his face, see the beach, yeah. and like all of that shit that was like almost that's emotionally overwhelming for me. Like I have a hard time even like defining what that means to me. And then career wise, the high probably is like just selling out Zanies on a Wednesday in Chicago, which is by the way, so hard to do to sell out a comedy club of any size on a weekday. Yeah. It's cause it's all 100% your fans. There's nobody just straggling in there. Yeah. And that was just a cool, it was a cool feeling because I got humbled in Texas, like, like Dallas and Fort Worth. Austin was great. Sold tickets. Dallas and Fort Worth were like, nah, you uh, lib cuck. (laughs) We have no interest. You're a Giants fan and you're gay. Beat it. Yeah. yeah, Get out of here. Now, how do you guys like readjust going into a new year? Like, what are you trying to think of? Like, how are you going to carry yourself into the new year? So actually my, for the first time, I, this new, like my thoughts on it. I thought about this too on the way home because I was just trying to drown out the guy asking me stupid questions about my act. So I was just in a zone listening. I was actually, I swear to God, I was re-watching the roast of Rich Voss mm-hmm. from 2017, oh, which is one of the best roasts Ever. of all time. Um, it's fucking unreal. Watch that roast. It's on YouTube. Um, and so I was listening to that, just z- looking out the window of downtown Sanford, Connecticut, just thinking like, because I, I felt... So this year, uh, you know, I feel from a just a purely career point of view, I talked about the personal stuff, but career point of view was the best year I've had in this career from, yeah. from shows to financials to doing, getting the opportunities to doing the type of shows and shit I wanted to do. Like 
It was the best. Mm. So then the, the, I immediately, for a long time, I was like, well, how's 2023 going to, how am I going to beat that? How am I going to beat that? And then I just said to myself, you know what? If this is the best year you're ever going to have, that's fine too. Yeah. It, yeah. It, if you have as good of a year in 2023, great. If it's a little less great, mm -hmm. it, no matter what, it doesn't take away this year. Right. So just be happy about this year and stop thinking about the next year, which I know is over and over and over again, stay in the present. That's why you have the word now tattooed on your wrist. Yeah, I understand that that's I just what it is. routinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it just, that's, I kind of don't really like, not that I don't care, but I'm like, 2023, whatever it is, it is. Can I remind you of something that you told me when we were like three years into comedy? And I think yes. you just got guy code. And, I 100% uh, had an STD. Yo, I, yeah. I think we were walking to get you one. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. Dude, she's dead, that woman. What? I swear to God. I swear to God. That woman is in real oh life dead. Like God. she died like a year ago. Of a heart problem? Because she was so. a manatee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh like a true yeah. no, she, harbor manatee. No, dude. when somebody told me she died, I was like, oh my God. I, oh, that's like, I wish tough. I could have seen her one last time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, three uh, years in you. So you were saying because you, I think you may have done like one one season of Guy Code, maybe even two, and it was like kind of exploding. Yeah, yeah. And you you just looked at me and you're like, listen, man, like if I have to go back to being a physical therapist next year and stop doing comedy, I'll be like, wow, that like five years was crazy. Right. <laughs> like, it was yeah. like that was just a yeah. crazy ride for five yeah. years. I can't believe I got to do that. That was awesome. And that like. That instilled also that my fucking mentality constantly tries to push out gratitude, but it instilled a bit of gratitude in me where I'm like, you're right, man. This is wild. This, right. is weird. this is crazy, first of all, that we decided to do this, that we fully committed to do this, and after the commitment right. have found you know a modicum or a semblance of success that we envisioned, it's like that is unbelievable the secret shit. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So if it did just fucking die right now, it's like... It didn't mean that it didn't happen. Yeah. It just means like, man, whoa, that was crazy. Yeah, like there's this thing where we all do it. We all do it. I love that, by the way, I knew something three years into it and then forgot it for 10 years <laughs> until I got on Joe Rogan. And all of a sudden I fucking remembered all this gems fucking when I'm flying home from his podcast. I'm like, oh, I had the story that could have changed my life and I didn't say it. I and, had my machine. Yeah, yeah. Instead, I waited to do it on Hey Babe and Sal wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but i feel like we have this 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 thing where we like are like oh somebody does something great and then you'll be like oh whatever happened to them or yeah. they don't make anything anymore it's like so yeah not, not everybody's like you're not gonna be you actually don't want to be really good at the thing for so long Right, because it's like then you start. Then it's like you start to become like everything you've ever. You start judging yourself against yourself every fucking year, and it starts to get like debilitating. That's how you get Madonna. Yeah. That's how, that's how you get a sixty-five-year-old fucking albino catfish on Instagram showing her asshole and being like, "I'm relevant," and yeah. all that. And it's like, lady, you don't have to be. No, yeah. Fucking enjoy what the yeah. impact you had on culture. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I, so I'm trying to be like, don't compare. That's why I got off social media too. The the biggest thing I've taken from these last few months of not being on social media is I haven't once compared me to me. Yeah. Like not in months, and I didn't realize how good that is for your growth because yeah. when you compare yourself. To yourself on social media you're comparing yourself to the best version you posted of yourself six months ago yeah. and then you forget that 
that's not really what you look like or that's not really the fun you're having. You manufactured that. Uh-huh. But the real everyday life, if you're not compa- – if you're not, I don't even think about yesterday really anymore. I'm just like, it's today now. Do you do this? Because I've just recently started doing this because, I, you know, as you go through life, you kind of like – you can foresee what are going to be the good days eventually. Right. You know what I mean? Like something you're going through, like like the TV show this right. past week. I'm gonna. Uh, there's gonna be a time in probably the near future and distant future where I'm gonna be like, man, that was fucking awesome. I got to work on a TV show with one of my best friends. Yeah. I was a writer. I got to perform on this thing. Like, yeah. What? It, it, like, but in that moment, I'm just I'm trying to tell myself, hey man, you're enjoying this. And it's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. really fucking yeah. hard, and you're loving it. Try to remember that too later when you're right. not just romanticizing it like it's a breakup, right? And you're just like, no, this is all things. Yeah, it's not just great. Yeah, and also like that too. Like when people, and this is going to bring us, by the way, to if you go to Patreon.com/slash/ChristyComedy, we have a new segment up called Chrissy Confessionals, where you write in something that you want advice about, and me, if I'm here alone, I'll do it. But today, me and the guest, my uh, my guest, Mike Hanna, will do it. But it brings me to the the the, the person, yeah. The the uh, long story short, um, no, there was one like relationship one. Remember the one you said this one's cute. Go to that one because there's a this this one. Okay, yeah, this is from Mister Bad Example on Patreon. So again, we encourage the funny names. We don't get enough of them, so do funny names. patreoncom comedy. I'm not trying to mimic a podcast I used to have. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's funny. Every once in a while, we'll get a Patreon sign up where it's like Chrissy with the wet boots or something. And I'm like, oh, this guy hasn't yeah, signed in in months. Yeah, Chrissy DeSantis. Um, all right. So this story, again, patreon.com says Christy Comedy. We're going to do this every episode. This is from Mr. Bad Example. And then, Mike, you chime in on this too. It says, Chrissy, my story is wild. I've been double lifing it for exactly one year. Long story short, I hooked up with a Vietnamese honey that's 21 years my junior. And let's be honest, probably a guy. Yeah. 20, 2019 was crazy. Hookups in Bali, Fiji, Bangkok, and Hanoi, a bunch. Hanoi, oh, Hanoi, that's a big Vietnam. I wish you could transport back in time to 1969 and be in Hanoi. Get, um, get a sweet razor to <laughs> your yeah, cock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 2020 Pandy, it's all video calls. Despite falling out of love, lust with her, I got her a visa to come to the, sa- to the States. Her sitch ain't the best, trust me. It sucks. I miss my old life. I feel so bad for her. She's pushed all her chips in with me. I feel responsible for her future. She loves me 110%. Four of my closest friends know about this. My family, who would probably accept it, are still in the dark. I still don't understand what the problem is right. because she's Vietnamese and 21 years younger than you. I'm just so fucking embarrassed. Sounds like she might be 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, he goes, I'm so fucking embarrassed because of the optics. I know I'm a fucking lecherous scum fuck, but I'm really not if you, but I'm really not if you can believe it. I don't know how to fix this. We fight all the time. Plus, I'm spending a fortune on English classes. <laughs> <laughs> So she's 21 years old. The stone is banging yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think because you're not this guy, Mr. Bad Example. I wish I could help you more, but it feels like you are. Mike's right. You are in a legal situation where you're, you're, you're not. The one thing you're not telling us is how old you are because she's 21 years your junior, and if you're 32, that's yes. an issue. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know how to break it to your family. <laughs> yeah, man. You, but 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 listen. But you can try and see what's <laughs> if you're accepted or not. 
Well, and also, were you flying her, them, to Bali, Fiji, Bangkok, and Hanoi? Because it sounds like he must have been if he's solely responsible for her financial. Yeah, but isn't, aren't they all near each other? That's like, you're, you know, it's like yeah. the, the way that they're Spirit Airlines, just flying <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken planes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if, if, if this is all, like, legal and you're, like, 50 and she's, dude, who cares? I think you're... Yeah, if, if, if you're dating a girl 21 years younger than you, then you're too old to be worrying about what your family would think. Just fucking bring that lady boy in there and be like, Dad, deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like it might be maybe a uh, yeah, lady boy situation yeah. sort of thing. Or Because or if, she, if she's just young and legal... It shouldn't be that big of an issue. Yeah. It may come across like you have a mail order bride, but yeah. if they see your relationship and that she actually cares for you, then it's clearly not a hostage situation. Yeah, like, situation. and also it's like, Viet like are, are you upset she's Vietnamese? What is your dad, like some PTSD Vietnam I, War vet? He might be, yeah, He might, yeah. He yeah. just yeah. fucking puts eye black under his eyes. As soon as a girl walks in, he's like, you ain't giving me COVID. <laughs> How could he ever trust her, though? She, he's, he's a meal ticket. He is a meal ticket, yeah. yeah. And you know I know what, what that's like. <laughs> I just I just said it for the joke. <laughs> Jazz, I was just kidding. I said it for the joke. I'm not a meal ticket. I mean, me, you. I mean, <laughs> he was talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. That's how yeah. I got the writing job. <laughs> that, thank you, baby. Thanks for this jacket. You bought it with all the spin money. <laughs> All right, maybe we cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they see you, Mike? <laughs> uh, the big one, February 25th, New York City, Gramercy Theater. I'm, uh, I'm headlining, very excited. That's also one of those moments where I was so excited and then just paralyzed with anxiety about yeah, selling the place. It's already more than half sold, so please get tickets. I would love if tickets for if people from this podcast yes. come out because they've been coming out a shitload on the road, which is Good. very cool. Keep supporting Pe Mike. Yeah, people identifying themselves. I heard you on Chrissy Chaos. Good. I love you. That guy that gave me the Timberland boots. How great and is that definitely guy? sniffed my neck for way too long. But <laughs> yeah. hey, you got me boots. Fuck I'll it, let dude, it buy tickets to the Gramercy and bring him another pair of boots. <laughs> yeah, fly oh, from Florida to the ground. I also want to shout out Fat Mommy on Twitter. Got a Joe DeRosa Stinks tattoo. Oh, that's that excellent. That's awesome. Excellent. So New York City, Gramercy Theater, February 25th. Tickets at Mike Cannon Comedy. I'm also going to be in like Phoenix, uh, Seattle. I'm all over the road this winter. So get your tickets all at MikeCannonComedy.com. And you'll be able to see Mike on my TV show that we will be announcing soon yes. on a network that I can't say about a topic I can't say with panelists I can't say, except Hassan Minaj. Yeah. All right. Just know that the network has a good grip. Yes. <laughs> And it's run out of land. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And they used to be run by a proud boy. Yeah. <laughs> and it rhymes it rhymes with the Patreon listeners' Vietnamese girlfriend's favorite food, rice. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>